Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I'm going to be talking about the uh, some concepts that I just came up with uh, while I've been researching about the Dalai Lama. So the 14th Dalai Lama um, is about 80 years old, and you know he does a bunch of lectures on on YouTube and goes around the the world trying to promote world peace, and and uh, he's he's a Nobel laureate. So, I wanted to kind of tie in, this is going to be a quick lecture, it's just kind of capturing my thoughts here, but I, the, the, I want to tie in this concept of spirituality um, and artificial intelligence and take it maybe a couple different ways here. So the first way for artificial intelligence, of course people... Um, you know, there's two big divisions. One saying that artificial intelligence is going to lead to a much more prosperous world for everybody. Um, you know, that uh, more jobs will be created. Um, there's another side that says that the jobs will be eliminated because of artificial intelligence and this is going to be a spiral down effect. And I've lectured about the idea that this may lead to transhumanism where to be able to compete with the AI, we there's going to be a merger between um, the biological and the technological, where, where, whereby we become more artificial and the artificial becomes more biological uh, over time. Um, this kind of slows down or retards the actual uh, elimination of the jobs. That's one perspective. But as I learn a little bit more about the Dalai Lama and start thinking about just um, religions in general, um, and if one is an atheist or, or agnostic, they can just view this as kind of like uh, um, just social harmony from a social harmony perspective um, or the quest for truth, all right? It doesn't have to be necessarily religious. But the I, this concept of the quest for truth, gaining knowledge, distilling knowledge, um, and in this continuous process of, of, of self-evaluation and, and, and improvement. So by watching some of the lectures on, on the Dalai Lama, in Buddhism there's a concept where the, the, um, the individual um, tries to realize that there's, there's causes for suffering in the world. And that in the in those sufferings, that well, first that there's suffering in the world, and then there's causes for the suffering, and then to try to uh, to um, um, change that suffering to reach enlightenment. Those are kind of the basic tenets. So basically, from a secular point of view, that'd be more of the the solidarity uh, concepts. And human solidarity and, and, and trying to alleviate that. Now, how does AI come in, in into this? Well, one thought is, is that as AI starts to permeate through the society and there's less and less people working, there's going to be more and more pressure from the populace for more egalitarian or collective um, policies. 
Now, when that takes place, that allows people to not necessarily be lazy, but actually to pursue endeavors. So man, mankind is not doing mundane things, but actually more investigation of consciousness, spirituality, or, or you know, of, of, uh, of truth, and become more enlightened through the building of knowledge. So just imagine if we didn't have to work. So in this, this, this concept that I have, it's let's say the AIs do all the work now. We, people would say, well, well, how do we make money then? Well, that concept is, needs to, to go away, that, that whole idea of making money because it's provided by the AI. And the AIs are self-creating entities that can fix each other. So the AIs are actually helping us live a, a, a more peaceful life. So the idea of the, the, um, the erroneous aspects or the, the, um, the negative externalities of capitalism and the pursuit of profit could actually be eliminated. And you would have um, possibly this idea that of the lack of corporate, that there is no corporation anymore. And the whole, the whole concept of debt issuance. Um, I, think that the, I think the whole world or the whole economic structure would be reconfigured. And it would probably be very violent change but there, there it seems as though that the, the current debt structure the way monetary policy is the way taxation is all this stuff um, would would start to, to fall apart and it would be something different um, I haven't crystallized the you know some of these units of, 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 of philosophy or units of, of political order or economic order but it seems to me that it is one possibility is, is that the AIs are doing our work while we are more like monks in a way. Um, and the, the attainment of knowledge starts to grow at a much faster rate um, than the typical go to school, get a job, you know, and then you're too busy to really perpetuate that knowledge um, plus it also lead to more talking um, where it's not of the material level meaning you know talking in terms of um, you know business collaboration you know for the pursuit of profit or networking for the pursuit of connections for business or something like that but it would be it would be talking for the sake of talking or talking for the sake of knowledge or talking for the sake of um, perpetuating philosophy or um, or you know uh, other knowledge pursuits so the mundane world that we you know when we get out of bed and we're tired of going to work that might end and what could happen is, is that there would be more knowledge um, the, the sake of, of studying 
Just imagine if people had the time to be everyone to get multiple PhDs. Let's say three or four or five PhDs in a lifetime. And what sort of thoughts would come about with that? And the collaboration between humans and what we're thinking. And, and uh, you know, we might be the oracle of the, up to the AI. And we converse with the AI to build a better world. Um, whether, you know, in a corporation, you, you know, you have CEOs and, 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 and uh, managers and they have workers, a worker um, level, and there's a vision and they uh, distill the, the, the vision and the goals and the um, organizational structure to accomplish a certain task or a certain, certain mission. The actual mission may actually, actually be performed by the AI. So that might be, we might actually move into a, a managerial class. Everyone turns into a managerial class. But I think that the whole economic structure would have to change too. But I, that takes a little bit more thinking about how that would, that would work. But, um, but at, at least at, the, at a 50,000 foot level, it seems as though AI could, I'm not saying this would happen, but I'm just saying this is a thought of one possible path, is that individuals don't have to work. And individuals lead to a more enlightened path of knowledge accretion, knowledge distilling. Um, and because of the needs of the, because, because of this AI, ability for AI to, to be out there and do work, there would also be complex algorithms that would, that would sense that certain behaviors or certain um, um, populations or certain um, coalescings of the society, the AI society or the, or, or the human society, are leading to a negative externality. And it could circumvent that by saying, okay, this is what's going to happen by doing Monte Carlo or something like that type of simulation. It's saying, well, if we keep on going in this direction, this is probably what's going to happen. And it's brought to the attention of everybody years in advance. And then we would collectively change it. So it would be almost like an egalitarian, egalitarian um, collectivism kind of world where living isn't living to work, which is what's going on now. Living would be... The goal would be enlightenment. The, the pursuit of monetary accumulation would no longer need to be there. And it's really the pursuit of enlightenment and relationship building. So that, that's just kind of like a, a thought that I had while listening to this idea of compassion and trying to um, reduce suffering in the world um, and to promote enlightenment. And it doesn't necessarily have to be religious, but 
even at a secular level, for just for the sake of truth. So the idea is, as long as it's for the sake of truth, then it, it would be okay. Um, so that's just kind of my thoughts on the idea of how AI might actually lead us to a path, what I'll call of monkism, where we live, we are, we are doing without. It's not like we're cold, you know, in the winter or that we're, you know, too hot in the summer. We still have energy produced. Um, we have food there in much large varieties. And the, you know, so modern society wouldn't be missing anything. And there is a continuation and a promotion of things um, through our knowledge that's obtained and the collaboration with the AI to, to produce products that are beneficial to us. But I think the idea of consumption, the, the, the way we consume things would be different. The, the debt structuring would be different. The concept of currency might be different. Um, the idea of harmony with an AI as a sentient being versus uh, just a bunch of electrons, you know, and, you know, we're human, you know, that there's some sort of copacetic equilibrium there. So that's just kind of, you know, some of my thoughts on when I was watching, watching the Dalai Lama speak and, you know, I was trying to apply it to AI. And it sounds kind of like Marxist or, you know, there's kind of like a communism kind of egalitarian aspect to this economic structure. If we try to maintain the same structure that we have with AI, more and more people would be unemployed. The labor to capital models would break down. And eventually the capitalists, the human capitalists, that are controlling the production and implementation of the AIs into the society will eventually have nothing left to sell to because no one has the money to buy. Um, governments would buy, they would go into debt to buy the, their equipment, but they have a diminishing tax base and a larger and larger burden to help support the society that isn't working. So there's going to be a, there's going to be a structural shift in the economy. Um, assuming that transhumanism doesn't take place. So, you know, most likely transhumanism will take place and it'll still have kind of like a, a um, capitalistic kind of system. Um, but there's this other possibility that AIs are our workers. AIs have rights. AIs can contribute. And the world that we live in today where it's money creating or money accumulation um, no longer ends and it's more about how many degrees have you obtained? How much knowledge have you obtained? How much um, you know,
passion to make the world a better place there is versus the accumulation of dollars um, in one's life. Now, people would say, well, how would you, how would you pay for all that? Um, I'm not really sure. I'm just, I'm, you know, one possibility is, is that the work done by the AI is providing goods and services to the humans at relatively no cost once they're created but there's cost to build them um, but they could be built by AIs there's cost to improve them but the improvement could be done by AIs so the, the cost may be drastically diminished to improve and to create these things um, but then let's say it, it in theory in Theoretically, they're at zero or very little cost. Um, how would resources needed to make the goods and services that the AI is made up of, or the AI actually performs for society, be allocated? And normally, we use the money system as a way of means of best allocation of resources. That I'm not sure. I mean, it might be that there's some sort of algorithm that using automatic stabilizers that I've been kind of playing around with with monetary policy, but perhaps there's monetary stabilizers, I'm sorry, uh, societal stabilizers or production stabilizers that could be used. Um, and, but then that's more of a controlled economy. So I have to think a little bit more on what would be some of the mechanisms of an AI, AI economics. Um, I'm not sure yet, but again, the 50,000 foot level is, is that AI could be used for us to actually step away and become more spiritual people or, or more um, enlightened and not be so burdened by the actual mundane world of, of, of working. The problem comes in is how do you make sure that totalitarianism doesn't creep up and that the people that are in control, that, that want control, are trying to control the society, which there probably would take place, um, and lead to some sort of totalitarianism and, and, and using these, these clones or using these robots or, or AIs. There has to be some mechanism to prevent that from happening. So AIs may actually be a protector um, to prevent totalitarianism, as well as being a conduit for totalitarianism. So there's there's a lot of a, a lot of ground that could be um, investigated in this kind of concept, instead of just do the transhumanism concept, which is pretty fruitful to begin with. But I recorded this because it's a thought of mine that came up when I was watching the Dalai Lama. And thought that I should record it for my possibly a, a book concept. So thank you for listening and have a nice day.